0: It's Frederick County football on nine thirty WFMd. Urbana is at Oakdale this Friday night at six twenty. Brought to you by Applebee's of Frederick, N.Z. Kramer and Son, and C.E. Construction Services on Free Talk nine thirty WFMd.
1: And in the. Good morning, News Express, Bob Miller, Chris Michaels, and in the uh, studio with us uh, from the William Moran uh, Museum, uh, we have uh, Mr. Robert Wilson. He's the president of the museum. Good morning, sir. How are you?
0: Good morning. I'm great, thank you, now that Uh, I'm inside the warm.
1: Uh, you know, it was interesting we had the Hafers gunsmithing. We're not talking about gunsmithing, we're talking about bladesmithing. Um, and uh William F. Moran. Uh and he it's, give us a little bit of an idea for people who don't know who he was and what he did and how important he is to the and I don't want to call it the, the, the art of bladesmithing.
0: Well, I I think you're you're right in that term. Yeah, William F. Moran, he was uh he's known as the father of modern uh damascus steel that is one important factor but uh above that he really brought into or back to the uh uh, the knowledge of people the art of knife knife smithing blade smithing if you will uh he started and produced his own knives for about 60 years so a little shop over in middletown and uh He started and built that shop in 1960 and just continued to make knives. So he's the father of uh, the American Bladesmith Society, which is about 3,000 people uh, belong to that now. And when he passed away in 2006... it was decided that a museum, a foundation, would be established in his name. And we started that process, became a 501C3. And uh, we started teaching other people how to make, uh, make their own knives. And that's what we're doing now. And we created a new new academy. It's the W.F. Moran Bladesmith and Artisan Academy that's uh, right there next to about 100 feet from his original shop in Middletown.
1: I, if I'm not mistaken, didn't our very own Mike Banks
0: kind of go to one of those classes? He did. Him and Kara, they both uh, took a father and daughter uh, class, uh, introduction to knife smithing, bladesmithing, and uh, did pretty well. I'm not sure I've seen the end result, but, yeah, they did. Uh, I think they had a great time, and they've been a great support to us.
1: Yeah, the end result is when you go into his office and he has something important to say, he just kind of twirls it around his <laughs> finger a little bit. Um, so the the other thing you've got a uh, you've got an event coming up, but we're going to talk about that coming up in just a couple minutes and more about uh, Bill Moran and some of the people that you actually have coming in to this event and how important they are. And um, you know, talking about forged in fire, love those guys and how important. And I'd like to get your take on how they feel about Bill Moran when we come back. It's It's the Morning News Express Free Talk 930 WFMD. Morning News Express 841 at WFMD. Our guest this morning in the uh, studio with uh, Chris Michaels and yours truly, Bob Miller. William Moran's the museum curator, I guess, president of the museum. His name is Robert Wilson, and you have a uh, wonderful man. I want to go back to you said something that he was one of the top uh, or he created t- top Damascus knife builders. What does it mean to be a Damascus knife builder? I mean, what does that entail?
0: Well, the the process of making Damascus steel in the United States had had basically been lost, and nobody was producing their own Damascus. Uh, Damascus, of course, is Damascus Syria and the material that was made then. But uh, Bill, through process of many years of work and practice, uh, was able to recreate Damascus in the United States. So he was the first person credited with doing that. And basically we're we're talking about a a process that if you make one mistake, the whole uh, billet of material is lost. So, uh, you know, it was quite a quite a challenge for him to do. We often joke that we need to go behind his old shop and we'll probably find pieces Uh of material that he threw out the back door when it didn't go uh, quite the way he wanted to. Uh, But he uh, yeah, he did produce his own uh, Damascus. And a lot of people then were able to replicate that because Bill. Uh, being the giving person that he was, he gave the process away, mimeographed it back when mimeographed was a thing, mm-hmm. uh, put it on a page and uh, took it to a blade show and handed it out to those who were interested and said, here's the way I did it, and you can do it too. That's amazing. Is that all he did? Was there some, Did he have another uh, job at all? <laughs> well, early on, of course, uh, he was born here in Frederick and was raised on a dairy farm, mm-hmm. and uh, farming was not in his uh, in his psyche, if you will he didn't want to be a farmer so trapping hunting fishing and of course with all that you need a good knife and uh, along the way in order to support himself he he had to do different types of uh, blacksmithing work from repairing farm implements and that type of thing so yeah pretty much he when he was able to go full-time as a bladesmith and make his name as a as a knife maker that's what he did
1: how um um how much i mean now that he's passed away i mean how much are his knives worth today
0: it it really varies uh you know the knife market is a very uh interesting th- thing to look at you know what what's hot now is not necessarily uh what was 10 years ago so bill's Mm -hmm. knives have come and gone but by and large a lot of them vary according to the embellishment of the knife itself uh you know silver wire inlay is a is a big factor on some of these whether it's damascus um and the the different embellishments that he put on so we we have one knife in particular that we we place a value somewhere between 50 and 60 thousand dollars oh wow Um,
1: but the historical value is probably far more.
0: It, it, it is. It really is. And we, at our museum, we have about 130 of his knives in our collection. And uh, to have that kind of uh, uh, thing to look at, you know, for people to examine and to see is just amazing because it does see the progression of, of the knife industry.
1: I, I watched Forged and Fire. It's one of my favorite shows. I follow all those guys on social media. Uh, and you're going to have Jay Nielsen and Dave Baker DM on your event uh, that's coming up this weekend. Um, and I know you have talked to them. I know they've been here. At least one of them has been here before. What, what have they said about the importance of, of uh, William Moran to the Blade industry? I mean, these guys are on TV, so I guess that's why it makes them more important. But uh, their thoughts when it comes to Bill Moran.
0: Yeah, it and it does make a, a big difference. You know, the Forge and Fire itself has just been a, a big boon to this industry. And uh, Jay Nielsen and Dave Baker both, uh, I think, have great, great respect for what Bill Moran put in place uh, 60, 70 years ago now. And uh, they, they just have a tremendous amount of respect for his craft. And what he started back then, people have now been able to take that and just explode uh, the, the industry and the way they do things. But it all started with him bringing everything back to, uh, back to fruition, back to a point where people could uh, you know, see that this really is something to behold.
1: And the fact of, uh, you know, a lot of, at least what I see it in Forge and Fire, and I'm sure in other things, is that it's a lot of knives come from recycled material.
0: Oh, it does. Yeah, certainly. Uh, and you got to be careful what type of material you're using. Not not all materials, as they would have you believe, is conducive to make a, a good blade. Uh, you know, a fender off a bicycle is not really what you want to be using if you're going out into the bush and using it uh, to hack down a tree. And that was one thing Bill actually believed in, no matter how good a knife looks, no matter how much silver you put into a knife, uh, no matter how much it costs, you need to be able to take it out into the, uh, into the wilderness, if you will, and be able to chop a tree or skin a, uh, uh, you know, an animal if you're out hunting or that type of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, it's an opening muzzleloader day, right? It it is. I saw
0: some people out this morning. Uh,
1: You know, it had a form and function. It still has to be able to function. Mm -hmm. So what about you, Mr. Wilson?
0: Uh, Are you a knife builder yourself? You know, that's the craziest thing. Uh, Of course, I'm president of the foundation, have been for 10 years. Uh, I'm director of the WF Moran Bladesmith and Artisan Academy, but I have never made a knife. So Mike Banks has one over on (laughs) me. And he'll probably never let you forget it. He won't. Uh, You know, I I would love to do it. And as I've told different people, uh, it scares me to death. And they say, well, you're a big guy. How can that scare you? I said, well, I'm scared I'm going to like it too much. And that's all I'm going to want to do. Yes. So uh, right now, I'm just satisfied to to oversee the operations and to make, make this happen for other people that actually have the talent and the time to do it.
1: So let's bring forward to this weekend a little bit and tell us about the event that's coming up uh, at the uh, museum.
0: Yeah, thanks. So yes, th- this uh, this Saturday, uh, which is the twenty first of October, from ten to four, we uh, we're going to have our. Uh, Eighth annual all forged and that's important to note this is an all forged knife show. Uh, Every maker there and I think we have 28 uh, makers that will be there. They will have at least five uh, forged knives on their table and they'll all be for sale. This is uh, this is a show and sale. And um all these makers also are all members of the uh, foundation so they'll be there and as you said uh, before, Jay Nielsen and Dave Baker will both be there they'll be there to sign autographs and to hang out they're they're great guys I tell you they're down to earth uh, TV has not uh, corrupted them in any way so they're just down down to earth people and uh, we'll be there from ten to ten to four and we have a, a great uh, Great amount of vendors that will be there selling materials, uh, either metal or wood or other, other things like that. And we're going to be offering tours of our new facility as well as the museum. Uh, we have tour guides set up to do that to explain some of the operations and all the machines that we have in that, that beautiful new shop.
1: Well, I know that Jay has gone through some uh, some loss in his life. It's good to see him back out and doing things. I know. I think he got injured. And Dave Baker, I I would just have to ask him how long did he wear a uh, a, one of those vests all his life? You know, did it start when he was a teenager or not?
0: Good question. Yeah, we'll 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 have to we'll have to pose that to him and uh, and. uh. So is there a is there a cost for this uh, event this weekend? No, there's not actually. Oh wow! Uh, we we this is uh, this is absolutely free. Uh, we will be having uh, raffles going on all day, uh, door prizes, if you will, not really a raffle, but door prizes. We'll be offering. We do have an auction, uh, and it is a public auction that'll take place. Uh, all the monies that we raise will go to benefit the uh, the museum and uh, to help uh, sustain the museum and that. And as I tell people, you know we have this beautiful building, and uh, we don't we don 't owe anything on it, but we still have to keep the lights on insurance and and take care of the grounds and that so uh, you know it does does have a cost for that We always absolutely uh, accept any donations also, and you can become a member for a uh, a slight fee uh,
1: is, do you have a website
0: we do we have we have actually several websites. Uh, uh ww.w of course uh, William Museum com or Bill Moram And uh, right now we're in the midst of uh doing some revamping to that. But uh yeah it's a good good website and it's uh, out there for anybody. You can reach me uh anytime. My my name is uh, apparently all over the internet and every place you'd like to look it up so uh, I won't I, won't <laughs> well, I saw it I those. saw it
1: on case search. Uh <laughs> I'm only
0: kidding.
1: that you know what Case search is? I, I don't know oh, case searches when you have uh, you, uh, you've been arrested and <laughs> okay. it tells you what the what you've been arrested for so
0: you'll have to We're, let me in on
1: that one now. yeah I'll, I'll send you the link to that one uh, and you're the auctioneer for the uh for it right
0: i am yeah yeah they uh they wrangle me into that so i've been doing that for a few years
1: well, I appreciate you joining us, and uh, it is a it's it's wonderful a piece of history that probably a lot of people did not know about. That's in Middletown. I mean, I used to drive by it all the time, um, and uh, it it's, it's wonderful that you guys are keeping it alive. You're moving forward, and you're and you're bringing new people into it, like Mike Banks, like his daughter Kira, and other people who are are interested in doing something like that and using their hands and creating something that will last a lifetime.
0: If I could just add just one little uh, final bit about this. Uh, I noted that the the name of our new facility is the W.F. Moran Bladesmith and Artisan Academy and that was purposefully named because Bill Moran was more than just a knife maker. He was an artist in so many different ways. So the Artisan Academy part comes into play uh, as we are going to be exploring other types of Disciplines. It could be leather work, it could be jewelry making, uh, traditional bow making, uh, lots and lots of different things that we're developing right now. So, um, you know, people that say all knives are. You know, not what they want to do. There are lots of other things. We have this beautiful shop to work out of. So it's all going to be there at the Artisan Academy.
1: And it's uh, this weekend, October 21st, from uh, 9 to 5,
0: 9 to 10, 4. 10, 10 to 4. And, 10 to 4. Uh, we're right there at, uh, right in Fountaindale, if you will, just outside of Middletown, uh, 7304 Hollow Road.
1: And I think you'll uh, you, you might have to find your way, knife your way in, so to speak, <laughs> to get over to uh, Middletown and see this wonderful museum. If you don't get there this weekend, it's, it's uh, open other days of the week, right? Uh,
0: right now, we're open by appointment only, okay. but you can certainly call me, and uh, you know I'm happy to make arrangements uh, for a visit to the museum and the shop. Um, we we don't have staff to be open every day, but yeah, we we're trying to be open more and more all the time.
1: Thank you, uh, Mr. Wilson, Robert Wilson, president of the William F. Moran Jr. Museum. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you, Bob. Thank you, Chris.
1: Have a great day. 8.53, W.